0: This is Money, Motivation and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. Hey, once again, find us, mx3.vip, or you can contact us, info at mx3.vip, and also visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at mx 3 podcast and don't forget to give us your likes, subscribes, and hit the icon bell button so you'll be notified anytime we put out new content, which is every Monday morning at nine o'clock. New content has come your way. We are approaching, Jason, almost one year of activity with this show. And I'm really happy to say that. And, and we're going to have a, some kind of big shindig whenever we hit episode 52. And I believe today is episode 48. Is that what you just told me? Something like that? 48, 49? We're a month out because our our first launch was uh, the first Monday of July 2022, so we basically have June to go, and then we're going to be right there. We'll have something big coming. We don't know what that is yet. All things are in the works, and nevertheless, continuing on many, many subjects that we cover here on Money, Motivation, and Mike, and today... We're going to be getting into close mind, close minded people, your close mind, hopefully not. But we all know we have a little bit of that. But also out here to you listeners in the audio and video audience with our with our podcast channels and our YouTube channel. Just over the last 30 days, we have had twenty three thousand and thirty two downloads. Jason, that is astonishing. A whole lot to do with you and how you promote the show. I know that. um the content means a lot to people as well, and we're certainly appreciative of that. And all your comments and questions, and 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 everything that you have to say about us, has been very, very flattering over the last year. And just like over the last three shows, we've uh, we've averaged eighteen thousand nine hundred and four downloads, which is sixty three hundred and one subscriptions if you're dividing that out. And and I, and I know some of the shows might have a little bit more, some might have a little bit less. With the accounting and math degree and the background that I have, I work on averages. And sixty three hundred one is a pretty good number, uh, so we're very very happy. That the show continues to con- uh, continues to get bigger. the The content we feel is uh, very appropriate and and very in need of what the listening audience is always uh, getting back to us and talking about. And frankly, today on this uh, on the subject and topic that we're talking about of closed minded or closed minded, I'm thinking about myself. And and what is what what transpired with me over this last weekend and then I went all the way back uh, to over the last decade of some of the things that I have been closed minded to and 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 where it puts me at today and, and and I am so happy and so proud of the fact that I have been able to grow as an individual and get rid of some of these some of these things that have held me back along the way and one of those would be a closed mind. And man, when you have a narrow mind, etc., it really, really can get to the best of you. So sometimes, and well, matter of fact, on this show, all the time that we come up with these type of topics and we discuss things that we know that the everyday individual out there all across the world struggles with, I always go to Webster's and I always come up with the definition because I want you to know exactly what everybody else sees and reads whenever they go out and do a little research on what a particular topic is. Close-minded. Having or showing rigid opinions or a narrow outlook. Close-minded condemnation of people he knows nothing about. Not willing to consider different ideas or opinions. He's becoming increasingly close-minded in his old age. A closed mind refuses to listen. A closed mind is someone who does it their way. Close-minded people put their ego ahead of the outcome. They refrain from inquiring or, and instead focus on disproving others without attempting to comprehend their own perspectives. They tend to become frustrated when questions and perceive those who seek clarification in hindsight to process. They're not interested if you're right or wrong. They're only interested in the fact that they are right. We know these people. You could probably, as as I was reading off some of these definitions, you were thinking of people that are in your lives. Maybe you were thinking of yourself. And like I say, I'm going to give a couple examples here momentarily of how I led into this topic today um, because it just happened to me here over this last weekend. Um, Closed-minded also is having a mind firmly Unreceptive to new ideas or arguments, disagreements, the fact that there might be a debate. You're not interested in it because my way or the highway, it is your way and your way only. And it's a very, very difficult way to live. It's a very, very difficult way for you to believe and perceive that's who you are. And most importantly, it's a very very difficult way for the people who are around you and love you your friends your family, and them having to deal with it and I don't know if you've ever noticed, but the closed-minded aunt the close minded uncle the guy at the at the at the at the family gatherings the they they are the ones that people always stay away from close minded unreceptive to new ideas or information, not open to an agreement, nothing at all inflexible in- t- they do not tolerate et cetera et cetera what is another word for closed-minded? Huh, here's one comes up. Stubborn. Um, I've been stubborn. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me try to become less stubborn than what I had been in the past. Rigid. Ooh, this one's one. I, you think about this, Jason. Think about this, listening audience. Tell me of somebody that's pig-headed. <laughs> I would not, not talk about your family on this show, Jason. <laughs> Inflexible, blind, dogmatic, short-sighted, closed-minded and resistant. All words. Of course, my two favorite ones there, stubborn and pig headed. I know I've been called both stubborn a whole many times, and frankly, the people who call me that were probably right. Matter of fact, they were. And you gotta work on yourself. Open up that mind. And how do we open up our minds? Okay, you need to embrace. And you need to express your closed mind. Some, some things aren't changing. Understand that. Some things aren't going to change. Some things are. You have to have an open mind to both. You have to have an open mind to the fact that things aren't going to change. The color black is black. The color white is white. It's not going to change. You mix the two, some sort of gray comes out. Those are facts. You have to embrace the fact that that's what it is. That's what it means by embracing the open mind. And in this case, you have an open mind to the fact that it's closed and that things aren't going to change. Argue from the other side for a minute. Look at their side. Why do they believe what they believe? That's how you change your closed mind to being a little bit open. An open mouth often indicates a closed mind. Unless it's open to asking questions. In other words, most time when people talk, they're telling their point of view. They're telling their thoughts, their ideas, their view, the way it really is with the stubborn person. They're not open to what your thoughts and ideas are. Even when you come with 100% of the facts, they're not interested. That's why an open mouth usually indicates a closed mind because they're expressing they're not listening or they're not asking questions so if you open your mouth during a topic such as this hopefully it will turn into asking questions so that maybe your closed mind will become open before the end of the session go with someone else's plan it don't always have to be your plan and i'm going to tell you for many many years it had to be my plan and when you can get out of that mindset, a, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to be a happier person. Happy, peace, great, great words. And a whole lot of people don't know anything about them, let alone how to spell them. Stop controlling. Woo. Stop controlling, Jason. Close-minded people, they control. Uh, and, 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 and then unfortunately, that type of situation turns into toxic relationships and relationships that you definitely and most definitely want to get out of. And lots of times in a spousal relationship, it turns into a divorce or it turns into a strained relationship between a parent and a child. And controlling will always get you to that point. Controlling will not allow you to grow as a person, have a relationship with anyone. And more importantly, I don't think that you can look in the mirror and be happy with yourself whenever you're out controlling people. And if you are narcissism, et cetera, then maybe we need to get into that topic sometime in the future. Narcissistic, write that down, Jason. I could feel that coming my way in the month of June. Okay, whenever you're talking to a closed-minded person and you're trying to get them to – um think in another direction, maybe be open to the fact of who who you are and what you're thinking about. You need to give them time and give them space. Give them some thoughts and then get away. The best way to deal with closed-minded people in any situation is giving them time to alter their behavior. With the process of time, there is surely a probability that they will change their views and accept. Lots of times that doesn't happen. Sometimes it does. They need to accept the fact that maybe they're wrong. You give them some thoughts and you get away. You're going to sit there and you're going to beat yourself to death and use a lot of negative energy if you spend the next three hours trying to convince them that they're wrong. Give them the thoughts. You're, you're open-minded, okay? Be open-minded to the fact that they might be able to change. Because, see, we say we're open-minded, but we know that person over there is closed-minded. Well, I think we just got closed-minded ourselves by assuming and and, and, and putting something on someone that may or may not be true. Maybe they are closed-minded, but stay open to the fact that they can open up as well. And that, that's that's what a lot of us do. You stay away from that person. Now, you can't continue to go and beat the, beat the dead horse to death. You cannot continue every day to get into an, a, a situation where you're arguing with a wall. And I understand giving up on that situation, and giving up is a big word, but a lot of times you've done all you can do, and the person that's receiving the information They're not interested in making changes. So in those situations, you have to remove yourself from a negative situation. And uh, oftentimes, relationships are dissolved because of the person's closed mind. And the big word we just stopped about was controlling. Compare every situation you have at your workplace and look into those situations. You know who you can talk to and you know who you can't. And I don't know, maybe take it a goal on yours over the next 30 days. Maybe you can take a closed-minded person within your office, within your workforce, within the factory that you're at, wherever it be, and see what you can do to help someone else. And lots of times you are the messenger trying to better someone's life and you become the receiver of a lot of aggression and and fight off because those people are not interested in doing things that may be better for them all right well like i've always told you here on money motivation and mike we always try to bring you things that we feel are Total 100% transparency. And when it's time for me to make fun of myself, I'm the first one at the at the top of the list. I can actually go down the road by myself. I can sit at home by myself and I can start laughing at myself because of some of the goofy things that I have done and some of the close minded things that I have have also uh, done as well. I also can sit there and not necessarily ball out cry, but get upset with myself over some of the ways and some of the things that I did and thought over the past 30 years and how foolish and ridiculous I was. Well, closed-minded is one of those things, and it takes me back to last weekend, and I was thinking about the fact uh, throughout this week of how uh, I was not open or receptive to this idea. All right, Jason, close your ears on this one right here. Due to the fact that, I attended a Taylor Swift concert last weekend. Fifty, fifty-four years old. Attended a Taylor Swift concert. I'm going to tell you there were been fourteen million things I would have spent every bet every dollar that I had that I would do before attending a Taylor Swift concert, and I had no intentions of going to this particular event till the mid-afternoon of Friday. I, I, I didn't even have a ticket. Within two hours of that first song. That's how close minded I was to doing this thing. I couldn't tell you one song this young, fascinating, talented lady could do. And then all of a sudden, things changed. And you do stuff sometimes you don't want to do because that's just the right thing to do. And I got a ticket. Got a ticket separate from the group I was going with. That means I was going to be sitting by myself. Now, think about this and how how the world works and how God always does this thing. I was going to sit by my friends until that person came and took over that seat. That person never showed up. I got to sit by the folks that I went through the gate with and enjoy this Taylor Swift concert. Three and a half hours, 45 songs. The most songs I've ever heard in a concert, and I've been very fortunate and blessed to get to go to a lot of concerts. The most I'd ever heard was by Paul McCartney with 37 songs. Taylor Swift sang 45 songs and came back the next night and did it in the rain without hesitation. Rain, stadium, it it, it was incredible. And and, and here's another thing I'm not going to tell anybody. Of course, I am. I'm telling it to the world. But I would not, I would, if people, please bleep this out, Jason. Don't let the, uh, the, the listening and studio audience hear what I'm about to say if i was not from the 1980s and some of the era of the songs that you know we 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 love i still say the 1980s music is the best decade of all times and maybe that's cuz i was in 6th grade when it started and i was graduating from college when it ended and i love the 1980s but we know about those 1980s hair bands. I mean, I'm a hair band guy. I mean, I can I can get it on with the Aerosmiths and Bon Jovi's and Def Leppard's and Scorpions and Poison and on and on and on and ACDC and Van Halen and all that stuff. I am not a Taylor Swifter. I'm not a popper. Now, I did – enjoy some of those things as my children were growing up there's no doubt about it I've been to some pop concerts in my time but it was as a chaperone it was as the the fatherly thing to do it was not because that's what I chose to do and expose my children my children were exposing me and here I am 54 years old my children are adults and I'm going to a Taylor Swift concert and guess what I'm going to another one <laughs> That's what you call a closed mind. Two hours before the bell goes off, before the before the drapes come up. I don't even have a ticket. And I went to a Taylor bleeping, bleeping Swift concert. And then when the word got out that that's where I was, what do they call them? Swifties? All right. I'm not a Swiftie, but I might be a closet Swiftie. I hadn't really decided yet, but I'm okay with it. I like it. And, you know, while we're on the music topic, I go back even a little farther on this subject. And for those of you who listen to the show, for those of you who are watching right now and you see the Bon Jovi stuff behind me right here. And I am what I would consider a Bon Jovi groupie. And I have been to a a whole bunch, whole bunch of concerts, whole bunch of Bon Jovi concerts. And in 2010, Bon Jovi was on their big legendary circle tour uh, campaign. It was a stadium stadium tour. And me and one of my buddies, we ended up at a show up north, Chicago, Illinois, and the opening act was a guy named Kid Rock. Now, I couldn't tell you one Kid Rock song, but I knew that I was not happy with John Bon Jovi, that he was bringing in this gangster rapper, thug, tattooed up. I don't know what he was. But he wasn't me. He wasn't Mike, and he definitely wasn't a part of the John Bon Jovi show. Blah, 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 blah. And I sat down there and I started listening to this cat. Well, I didn't sit, I stood. And I started listening to Kid Rock. And as his act was ending, his his on stage performance was epic. The dude played every instrument on the stage. His voice was great. The crowd was so into him. In between the Kid Rock stuff being taken off the stage and the Bon Jovi equipment being set up. I'm on, I'm on my phone Googling trying to figure out when the next Kid Rock show is. Once again, I got forced into something that I did not want to be a part of. I was there for another reason. And I end up enjoying something and I still enjoy it to this day. You have to keep an open mind. Think about all the things that you have a closed mind to. Think about all the things you're going to miss out on with a closed mind. People look at people and, and, and hey, you know what? I can refer back to a situation, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, Jason, with a couple of our sisters. And, you, you know, I'm older than you guys um, of, of of the family. And Jason and I have three sisters. And we also have another brother who's no longer with us. But we have three sisters. And the youngest, the, the closest one to me is nine years away. So, I'm almost like a generation or at least a half a generation away from you guys. So I can come off. Uh I, I know how it is, but like one of our sisters once once told me that you're unapproachable because you're intimidating and you wear suits and you do this and you drive that and and your persona and your and your demeanor and your personality. And what in essence she was saying is that was her closed mind. She was putting me on a pedestal in essence and, 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 and bragging to a point of who it was. But, you know, I took that as a negative because I feel like I am very approachable. Well, then after we started talking and we got to know each other more and more and more, she had no, she had, she, her her whole perception of who I am. That was all just a facade. Now she found out that I'm just a big old teddy bear that I, I love life larger than most people even can envision. And look how you perceive something and look at what you're missing by the way you perceive that. You know another thing with a closed mind and I'm at the top of this list too is uh, is tattoos. And you know I I don't have a tattoo and and many many times the closed mind of judging people with tattoos and 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 just looking down on that person. And once again, you have a closed mind to what is on their skin and not what's underneath their skin. Now, we move forward. My my daughter, who I have talked about many times on this show as being the smartest person I've ever known, has more tattoos than I can count, and I have an accounting degree and a math degree, Jason. And you look at the fact of what I would be missing out on with her if I judged her and I had a closed mind to tattoos. That's her life. It's not my life. It's not necessarily what I'm going to do with my body, but the fact of who she is, the intelligence, the professionalism, the, I mean, my gosh, she's a college professor. What would I be missing out on if I had a closed mind to tattoos? And she goes and marries a man that has as many tattoos as she does. And here he is, a phenomenal father and a phenomenal husband. They, they have a great family, and it all starts with them being the leaders at the front of their house with these three awesome little boys right behind them, but they have tattoos. You walk to the park. You walk to the game. You walk into the show. You're walking down Disneyland, and you're being perceived as something other than what you really are because people have a closed mind to tattoos. That's what you got to think about whenever you get that closed mind and look at all the things that you are missing out on because of your closed mind and that ridiculous thought process that goes through your head and comes to a conclusion before you even know the facts. Hey, here you go. We talked off the air, Jason, about food. I would have never thought in my wildest dreams that I'd be eating sushi. Who would have ever thought I'd be at a a Taylor Swift concert and eating sushi, sushi? In in the, in, the, in the same presence. Just mind-boggling. Didn't you say caviar a while ago? Something like that? That you like caviar? Escargot. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Escargot. Yes. Escargot. Never had caviar. <clears throat> Sounds awful. I'm never trying it. I'm closed-minded. Delicious. <laughs> Maybe we need to have a sushi escargot caviar um, for our one-year anniversary of this show. Maybe that's what we need to do. JC will be there. She loves some sushi. Okay. And some escargot. So let's do those. I bet if we opened it up to the general public, we probably wouldn't have enough to feed everybody. Cause I'm closed minded on those things. I open my mind up. I'd eat it right now. It's all about the mind guys. We talk about the mind on this show all the time. Money, motivation, and Mike, the motivation part to better yourself, the motivation part to have a better view and outlook on life. And today it's been about the closed mind. I've been at the top of the list on several of these subjects. I have been fortunate that I have been able to get a hold of the right tools and the right resources to be able to better myself, become a better person today than I was yesterday. And I know that I've been able to do that in all walks and facets of my life. Yes, of course, I still fail. I still do things the wrong way. It's not intentional. But now I have the tools and abilities to correct those things whenever they go awry. We all get off track. It's about how fast you can get back on track. We all sometimes get up on the wrong side of the bed. Make sure that is a minimum. You got to have an open mind to everything you do. Don't walk out the door with your mind already made up today, tomorrow, the next day, next year. Keep the mind open. Good fortune will come your way, I promise. I've seen it many, many times. It's happened to me more than once as well. The open mind. No more closed mind on this show. No more closed mind in your life. We're going to continue on some different things along the way. We've got some good stuff coming up for you over the next month as we approach and go in on year number one and putting it in the books and being a monumental day for us. 6,301 listeners over the last three weeks. 18,904 once again. And when I think about a 30-day total, Jason, of 23,032 people that actually tune in and listen to our show they have an open mind and we're going to continue to have an open mind here on money motivation and mike and you can always always please find us mx3.vip go to info info at mx3.vip with your emails go to our youtube channel youtube.com slash at mx3 podcast and see how beautiful jason is and how he brings me up and makes me look good here on the on the show as well And when you're at the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon so you get notified every time new content comes out, which is always on Monday mornings. Until next time, for everyone who's been a part of this one, live your life the right way.